Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If one of us dies, we all go. I feel like I was doing combat in my sleep. I could probably sneak up there. Red, you're very persuasive. I'm sure you can talk us past it. Murray's going home. Just be careful crossing that bridge. How hard could that be? <laughs> what are you doing here? I've had enough. How to get petrified. Ah, look, 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 look. That's very rude of him. So, so smart. What the hell? Why didn't you blow him up? Ooh. Critic. Whoa. Hit. Hey. hey now. Job, Doran. Yes. What happens next? Well, I'm going to roll double my... Uh, <laughs> we're going to find out after these commercial breaks. Ba, 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 ba. After these messages. <laughs> Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 65, A Cold Send-Off. This week we're celebrating Claire Bennett and her unnamed husband as our combined MVP. Claire said that they're dashing to catch up with the show, listening together at dinner time. That is so freaking adorable. You guys are couple goals. They're currently on Episode 101, so whenever you hear this, thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Claire and Hubby. All right, should we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! Uh, really quick, just because, I don't know, uh, you know, we played D&D, so it's, it's related tangentially. But um, for those who aren't aware, because I was not that aware. It's a game? But Wizards came out with a, a new expansion book, Big, Big B Presents Glory of the Giants. Mm-hmm. So very, like, related to our shit, right? And I kind of have, well, before this, I kind of had a standing like, oh, you know what? We'll take a look at the books and buy the ones that are important because we play a D&D podcast. It's kind of justifiable. Mm-hmm. But this one, so normally the books are like 60 bucks. This one, they, they up the price going forward of oh, these no. books. It's 78 fucking dollars. What? So much money. Oh, I, thought you, I don't know I, if I'm just old. I honestly thought you were going to say $200 or something. That's no, no, no. like 60 to 70. <laughs> but, under, oh, but listen, yeah, okay. it's under 200 pages. Like, it's what? not... Yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, and I don't, I mean, this isn't going to make it in the show. I just want to talk about it must record. No, you but should like, put it in the show. <laughs> no, fuck these guys. No, like, it, put wizards on blast. We're going to play mazes, labyrinths, and well, griffins. You joke, but a lot of like fellow D&D shows have moved away from D&D because of some of the shit they've been doing. But totally. All that aside, because th- th- there's lots of to talk about there, but that's crazy. Almost $80 for like, and it, and it says it's like, one subclass, two backgrounds, and some feats. 
and then like giant stuff but that's already kind of in storm king's thunder and apparently uh they're increasing the price of all their books going forward just like across the board awesome. it's kind of it's also the one so. where somebody used ai art to fill in details of their art yeah oh and, yeah. Yeah. yeah i did, uh, see, I did that. see that too. well you know what let's up. just download it well, they're businesses. I mean, whatever. If you leave all but, this in, then they'll send Pinkertons to your house. That is yeah, the best way to run. They're probably on the way right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even live. Their cross-border reach is really <laughs> impressive. <these days. laughs> you die on the show. You die in real life. Hey, it was my favorite album. <laughs> Regardless, I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah. The price of everything these days. A lot of things these days are ridiculously priced. Yeah. Milk gas yeah but this isn't even like just canada because that's but i mean my you're right D&D? a lot of well even I my mean, D. regardless they're not doing themselves any favors i think a lot of other i'm just looking like again an adventure book that's coming out fandelver and below is like 78.95 yeah <laughs> like another dollar they needed there it's oh my lot. god it's crazy and again because i'm dnd dungeoneer filled with rage not I, i'm not I, filled with rage honestly i'm just disappointed because i like like <laughs> owning their book you hear that like, you hear that wizards of the coast he's not angry he's just disappointed well because because i'm not gonna buy it like like i would be angry if i don't know maybe i was like somebody who needed every i'd just be like oh okay well that's a not buy and i'm yeah. just disappointed because i would have bought it had it been 15 bucks cheaper you know of course they lost money every time we record fucking marvin calls it immediately i know he's oh really what good. do you mean so Skirt. funny yeah. posting the dice shame general uh screenshot of discord with us all online yeah, he sees it. <laughs> yeah. he's like i dice see you guys recording, recording. <laughs> well i've had dnd a lot on the brain lately because i've been playing Baldur's gate three yeah me too uh, yes. i know rob it's you've great. been diving in two. almost done part one we're getting there i so there's no i thought there would be like an announcement like you know entering act two or whatever right uh but i i was like oh you know there's got to be like i I must be kind of rounding this thing down and i checked like the play time you know how long to finish it is it's like 75 hours and i'm at like maybe 20 at most yeah i I think i think i'm at 15 or 16 but i'm also at one of the points where i'm like any minute now they're not going to let me go back so i better do everything before i like maybe you know because it's not really well flagged as though and like this is the point of no return no but man is it fantastic i mean i gotta say it's so good it's such a great version of dungeons and dragons like it's different obviously than being around the table for many many reasons but it does mm-hmm. you know like combat doesn't take three hours <laughs> <laughs> it takes time but it doesn't take three hours uh but man i'm really loving it Are how you much it uh saves coming do you get up to rob um not not a ton i'm not as good at, i i have moved the auto save button somewhere very close to my mouse so i can click it <laughs> quite a bit but i i often We'll forget in the moments where it'll be in a big fight and I get to the end of it and I'm like, oh, I actually didn't want to kill that person or I didn't want to have this at all. But now it's a whole hour to go back. No, thank you. I feel like, well, I mean, I save scum a ton and I openly do it. I don't really care. I don't save scum in real life D&D, so you better believe I'm going to save scum in the video game version. (laughs) Uh, But I'm also playing a rogue, right? So like the amount of times I'm like, you know what? Save scum. Let's just see what's in this person's pockets. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they caught me. I don't really want to fight every fight can get the Yankee in this. Let yeah. me just reload. I, I was just curious. Yeah, I love the idea of safe scumming in D and D, where it's just like you turn a corner and there's like forty eight bandits, and you're just like, ooh, um, actually, nope. next I, corner. I really, but it's it's funny though, and it's something that 
I, I think we should, I would love to see more of in this, you know, scenario where you're in a place, you know, so often we're in like a town, but it's like a friendly town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you wouldn't start a fight because every single thing would just, you know, turn on you and, and it doesn't really morally make sense. But I like the idea in, it, that they use a lot in Baldur's Gate where you're typically in a town of like enemies uh, where you don't really want to get along with them and maybe you're forced to, but you're you're kind of in the position where you, you kind of have to play along or do what they say because you couldn't beat every single person in the town. The outnumbered aspect. Part, part of it that I, I am a little chagrin about is that also like as soon as a fight starts in there and the whole village of goblins has decided you're an asshole and they're going to kill you, everybody instantly gets the, the memo. Everyone like, there's no going yeah. There's no going yeah. through a door down a hallway and somebody had no possible way of hearing you and you don't get to be like a, hey what the fuck just happened over there like there's no they like it's we're fighting now it's, 100% there's no going I had to back. kill every single person in an entire part of the game that you're not at yet because <laughs> I wanted to kill one who deserved it this way at the end genocide begins <laughs> I mean, it's like it snowballs <laughs> really leave it's, now and I'm like chomping my way through my, I guess not every door I open is like and, and some of them are like youth <laughs> I'm like okay you killed like, my father don't love this, but... <laughs> oh my god, I gotta kill this 12-year-old. They literally man. have a youth in their name. It's like youth blank. And they're just running at me, and I'm like, okay. Child soldiers, man. Yikes. Fireball, fireball. <laughs> Not even the most problematic thing going on there, that's for sure. But everyone's playing it. It's so funny to see my Steam list. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen well, as many people playing a game. I mean, obviously my circle of friends who I game with clearly have uh, similar things. Three different people that I work with are playing it. But it yeah. talking about it in the lab today. It's had yeah. the most concurrent players, I think, of anything on Steam, right? Like it's Yeah, I know. Which like is I, I'm huge I mean, I, there. I'm surprised, frankly, uh, you know, especially for like the third one in the series, but it reminds me of like Fallout Three, you know? Fallout one and two kind of had their time, but no one really got into it until three hit, or not not no one, but it, then it blasted everywhere. The three in there is just the name, though. Like, maybe I know there's a couple of characters that show up in Baldur's Gate that were in the first one or whatever. Oh, I have no but, idea. But to me, that's it's got the cultural impact, you know? Yeah, that's like that's the point. It's not, it's just to use the, the it's 20 I mean, years we later have and we're going to use the more people listening proper, the, to D&D podcasts now than ever before. The D&D movie just came out. And I think there's a lot of people who for sure. are part of like the cultural movement, but don't have a friend group that they can play with or like they want to feel like they're part of it, but they don't play D&D. Yeah, mm-hmm. super, a super safe way to put your toe in the water and be like, what is this actually? Exactly. My coworker, she says she's on like hour 70 of this game already. And she's like, I've never played D&D before. I listen to Critical Role. I know kind of what Dungeons and Dragons is about. I'm so into this game. It's funny. I was reading a, like a thread on Reddit that was like, and it was on the D&D subreddit. And it was like, what do you think players who end up liking Baldur's Gate 3 and then going to D&D expecting it to mm-hmm. be similar, what are they going to be most disappointed <laughs> by? And the two top answers were the amount of time combat takes and the fact that most of the time not going to get to fuck your fellow player characters <laughs> because for some reason and I really don't know why it is a very horny game not with that attitude <laughs> yeah, that yeah, exactly yeah. But, but all for some reason there's a huge sexual element in Baldur's Gate 3 which I was kind of taken aback by it's not really my jam when playing D&D I get that it's there I appreciate that it's there I, I think it's kind of cool like they hired intimacy coordinators and everything though to like we want to chore- choreograph these sex scenes and have them be interesting and have them like really? it's really I didn't even know they went that far. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a whole thing. They they hired a bunch of folks to sort of step through all of those romances and all of the other like that's cool bits so that they're framed in a in a professional, interesting way. I feel like 
adventuring it would be horny yeah if i was if i was an adventurer but when we're playing as adventurers well that's what i mean though it's not you know the jack red combo isn't going to happen on in kick well i I mean but episode 200's coming up guys (laughs) we need something big literally (laughs) we've passed 200 that's well maybe this will come before that but no you're not wrong oh wait no we have passed 200 yeah so never mind this will come 250 is coming up 250 the musical episode slash horny episode oh my god but you're not wrong uh D bigger than ever and has you know what they should do they should raise the price of books and make a (laughs) real killing anyway let's play (laughs) yeah let's play let's Let's get horny (laughs) get ready let's play some sex dungeons and dragons (laughs) horny version we've been influenced by Baldur's gate that's right (laughs) doran has led you to this subterranean cavern on the way to scarborough you stand at one side of a bridge below which magma glows in the darkness On the opposite side, you spot a group of figures. They seem to be gathered in a circle. Their murmured conversation echoes off of the cavern walls, but is too low to be distinct. Rally up, Red says and crouches in the darkness. Mm. How far away are they roughly? They're about 120 feet away from you. Is the light from the lava lighting this place up, or is that... Just kind of a dim glow. Yes, I would say this this cavern is dimly lit from below. Interesting. Spooky shadows. Oh, and Red turns to the others. I um can read lips, you know, uh, from far away. Oh, but uh, <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned it before, but uh, more what I'm getting at is ever since last night, since I woke up, I felt like I've had this ability. That maybe if I, you know, really focus, I can be almost as invisible as the shadows. My ability is like one round, right? That's right. <laughs> I feel like that's six seconds. Correct. <laughs> it's exactly six seconds. Do you know it's funny you say that? My my sleep last night was sort of weird as well, and during like flexes and says I feel like I feel like I was doing combat in my sleep like I like I've got new moves. Oh no. <laughs> all right. All I mean to say is I could probably sneak up there, uh, go invisible, see if there's anything important and then come back and report. If we think it's important or we could just go. I mean, they're in our way anyway. You know what? I'm overthinking it. Well, I let's move up. Yeah, you know, I can't imagine that, you know, there's going to be any enemies under here. I mean, this is this is dwarven territory as far as I recall. But Thorin looks at the bridge, and I think seeing that it's in disrepair kind of puts two and two together, and then retracts his statement. He says, well, you know, mind you, it's not very common to see such a bridge in such disrepair. I mean, you, you would have think that somebody would have come across here at some point and fixed this up. I don't know. That Look, that- maybe we're overthinking it. We don't have anything that they want. We don't want anything from them. There's no reason, unless they're asking for a toll... And if they were, they should be on this side of the bridge. Red kind of peeks and see them on the far side of the bridge. Maybe we just pass. I mean, there's no reason, you know, D- Doran, you've walked these places a hundred times. You know, there's, yeah, yeah. there's nothing valuable on the other side. And, and worst case, Red, you're very persuasive. I'm sure you can talk us past it 
no problem. I'm super persuasive, of course. Jack pulls out his spellbook and is like flipping through the last like page of hastily scrawled notes. A concerned look on his face. Uh, let's let's go see what they have to say. Well, I suppose the other the other concern that I have is not just the the, the people on the other side, but also uh, getting across this bridge. Um, might I suggest that we tie each other together? Because it's one thing to fall into some water. You coming, Don? Red's like Ari, like 20 feet away, <laughs> like walking across the bridge. And he's just talking to himself. Um, I, I think we should tie ourselves up, Red. <laughs> what? So if one falls over, we all fall over? It's <laughs> a perfect idea, and you should all do it immediately. It's TPK no matter what. Well, it's one thing to fall in water. It's another thing to fall in mud. It's another thing entirely to fall into that lava, or some might call it magma. If one of us dies, we all go. Red eyes the magma. <laughs> Does it look legitimately hot uh treacherous the bridge it looks like if you stepped off of the bridge you would fall but it doesn't look like <laughs> what the fuck of course <laughs> yeah, if you hear yourself off the side you will die if you jumped off the edge you'd fall <laughs> what i mean to say is there's gravity seems to be in effect <laughs> fuck all of you <laughs> there are holes in the stonework what? and if you misplace your feet you're gonna be fucked but right. yeah, it doesn't okay. look like it's like at this moment, crumbling okay. to sand. All right. Ah, we'll be fine, Doran, and Red walks forward. <laughs> As Red walks by, Mari puts a hand on a shoulder, and she uh, casts guidance in that moment. Oh, thanks, Mari. Doran's standing there with a rope as you guys all walk away. And he's like, well, I got... And he just jams the rope back into his backpack as everybody <laughs> ignores him. He's like, all right, fine. I get, just be careful crossing that bridge. There's lots of holes in it. Dwarves do this all the time. <laughs> the dwarven train. That's what they call it. Right? <sighs> Two of these guys got misty step, Doran. It really is just you and me here. Yeah. Well, it's a just standard practice by OSHA down here. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you got to tie off you when you're at OSHA. heights, you know? <laughs> It's the underdark safe hazard approach. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Very good. good. Do you have inspiration, Alex? I do. Damn it. Oh, bummer. Thanks, though. You gave us all inspiration last, but I'm going to be using it. Okay, Red, you walk forward towards this bridge. Just just fucking casual strolling, or what's your just strategy casual, here? Just normal men. Just innocent Red. <laughs> just normal Red. Cool. Uh, I'm assuming everyone's following, right? Yeah. Or am I Murray's going home. <laughs> I guess. I, don't know, I like that everyone's following Red, and Red is the only one with guidance. Well, I'm going to do the talking. All right, Red, you stand at the, I guess, close side of the bridge, and you see that there are large chunks of it missing through which this magma light shines up. Magma light. Cool. Yeah, and Red starts walking across and he's gonna kind of be keeping eyes on the people on the far end until they see him and then once they see him he'll just stop and like kind of put his hands up so i don't know how far i get until that happens red a human turns towards you you're about halfway across the bridge his face is bathed in a strange glow from this magma and you can just see as he turns there's a huge egg behind him sort of in the middle of where all these people are standing. Oh, you must feel better after laying that. <laughs> Red says disarmingly. <laughs> Come on, everyone's got humor. Does Doran see this? Definitely, yep. Do I recognize what these creatures are or what they're doing? Like, is this something that Doran might know? 
from being here before. Doran, you don't recognize these people or their activities at all, really. You can roll a nature check if you'd like. Let's do it. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's going to be a, um, a 19. Straight okay. up. Nice. Hey. Straight up. Um, far towards the rear of this party, you spot a dragon wormling. I thought that's what it was. Doran whispers in a loud, you know, like you do a, a loud whisper yell. Stage whisper. Yeah. Hey, Doran. I'm, hey, Red. <laughs> I'm Doran. <laughs> this is a spectacular <laughs> mental breakdown just in front of you guys. Red, it's Doran here. They have a, they have a dragon wormling. Okay, okay. It's probably a dragon egg. Right. Could be different, girl. Anyway, so Red said what he said <laughs> as a disarming light tone. The man almost cracks a smile at you. Hail. He calls at you from across the bridge. Hail and well met. Red takes a step forward. My name is Red Handed Robin. This is my best friend Jack. My best friend Mari. That's Elmort Bottle River knockoff. And uh, that there is Long Strider. <laughs> Long Strider, we call him in the back, and he points to Doran. Not knowing who's still hunting Doran. Mm. Yeah, Doran Doran turns around, like looking behind him, and then points at himself <laughs> with a confused look. Yeah, Long Strider, he's a mute. <laughs> he's a mute. Uh, oh, oh. And he smiles and nods. Oh, wait, no, I guess he already yelled out. Never mind. Like literally yeah, that, just. Yes, Long Strider, <laughs> he's proud of his name. Uh, who might you be, friends? A second figure steps out from behind the group and comes around the front to address you. Clearly, the figurehead. He's dressed somewhat more elegantly than the rest. We are servants of the great worm, Clarion. Oh. Well met, Red. I am Norix Maganti. Well, Norik, lovely name. Uh, you mind if we come over? And Red sort of steps over in front of him and gestures for his friends to follow. As as Mari walks by, she like looks at Jack and she goes, "Great worm, huh? Sounds like my trying to describe my shitty ex." And keeps walking. It's not even a good joke. It's not worth it. <laughs> Cut that. Like that you regretted it immediately. Now, no. yeah, you regretted it before you finished the last word. So now it's decent. <laughs> well, um, it like my old ex. And, oh, never mind. Cut that even, word. Cut it. Keep my regret. <laughs> Give everyone a peek behind the curtain. I guess they're okay. (laughs) Yeah, come on over, everyone. We know who Clarion is. Doran's fuming. So you got a big egg there. Safe to say that's um, a Clarion egg, then? If you are followers of her? It is. It? He? I don't know. Is Clarion a he, she, they? I don't actually know. I think it's a she. This dude is going to try to kind of take the temperature of the group here. Good luck. We're surrounded by magma. Depending on... <laughs> magma confers disadvantage to all insight rolls. Um, <laughs> it, it, it does occupy the mind to be standing over magma. This egg and others were lain by the great Clarion some time ago, but have since been petrified. And he casts a look over his shoulder regretfully at this egg. I think Doran's struggling to hide his emotions when he hears the name Clarion. Like it, it, it sticks out in his mind like tales because this has been told to him 
for years and years and years. This was like the name, right? Well, I mean, we'll leave you to it. Uh, obviously, we don't want to hold you up to whatever you're doing. And Red goes to move past them. Sure. And Doran, too. How'd it get petrified? <laughs> Red like stops as Jack asks. Doesn't matter, Jack. Let's just keep going. It seems that the petrification was intended to keep her young from hatching without drawing her ire. He gestures at the silver dragon wormling that they have with the party. Well, that's sure a real dragon over there. <laughs> yes. Once we revive and hatch the wormlings, we will see to it that the malicious parties are held accountable. And at that, Doran stops. Malicious parties that, what, petrified an egg to stop a dangerous beast child from hatching? Beast child? Doran, I think you're overstepping a little bit. Let's just leave these nice dragon uh, cultists to their own uh, stuff. Let me guess, dwarf. You are on your way to Scarborough. Its denizens are probably responsible for this insult against Clarion herself. And here you stand in the depths of dwarven ancestors, raising the great Clarion's kin, as if it were some heroic beast, of, but in reality, it's just another detestable animal that eats people. Doran, you're letting your blood pressure rise. Leave it alone! All of this dwarven ancestry you speak of is little else but an insect infestation to the true homeland of the great dragon. Elister is trying to sneak by, pressing his back against the wall. He like bumps into the dragon wormling that like snorts at him. In my mind... It's, it's almost like, well, I'm um, actually neither dwarves nor dragons were part of the five creator races originally from the Unfair. <laughs> so oh I, I don't God, know that. Jack. Mari's just gripping Doran's shoulder and her hands just getting colder. She, she's um, very gently casting um, shape water. It's freezing any water that's on her skin, just being like, Doran, I swear to God, I swear to Eldath, I will freeze everything in here if you don't shut up. Red throws his hands up and he's like, ah, look, 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 look. <laughs> you have to expect to have run across one or two dwarves while being down here searching for, you know, the dragon's young, which decimated the dwarven village. Her tempers are going to get hot. There's no reason for them to escalate, right? Right, friends? Let us just leave you to your work and uh, we'll go on our way too. Doran kind of turns to Red and he looks a little annoyed and he's and he, and he he's giving you knowing looks and sort of like nods like, we could take these guys. And Red's like, ah, we could take them. Ah, I know we could take them right now. And he's looking at Mari and looking in her eyes and looking at Jack. He's all giving it all knowing looks. It's like looking at Mari, like knowing look, like, do we want to do that? I don't know. <laughs> Mari gives such a withering look at this point. Doran's rolling his eyes. <laughs> I don't know what withering means. Doran, that's a real dragon over there. And then Red looks at Jack, like, kind of like raising his yeah, eyebrows. I don't, don't want to fight the dragon. <sighs> Doran, walking backwards, begins to step away from the group, continuing down the hall where we were headed. Backwards, though. You know. <laughs> like you're walking away from a fight through yeah, the yeah, difficult yeah. terrain of the ma- of the mountains, <laughs> sure-footed <laughs> as a goat. Come at me. What? What? Come. 
come. <laughs> As you pass through this strange party, you recognize, Jack, that they begin a ritual where they stand. The four cultists begin to draw a circle on the ground in order to heal this condition. Yeah, it's, it's not a problem. They're just right there on the path. What are they doing? What are they doing, Jack? Mari? Well, exactly what they said they were going to do. Uh, make that not a stone egg. Yeah. Now what happens when it hatches? I, I use one more silver dragon wormling. We could stop it right now, guys. Come on. Doran's like whispering and like fuming. He's got his hand gripping the, the shaft of his axe on his back. And 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 orc splitter is like, I'm so hungry. I'm <laughs> I want blood. Ages. <laughs> Let's just get the hell out of here. Enjoy your little ritual, boys. And Red turns to leave. We will. Come on, Doran. And tell the denizens of Scarborough that they should expect a wrath such as never seen before from the dragon Clarion when her young are returned to her. <sighs> Well, now you've gone one too far. <sighs> oh, no. I've had enough. Dorn's eyes fill with blood as he starts <laughs> to see red. Not red. Blood? Red, but <laughs> blood? he starts to see... What is this new ability? He's a horny toad. He squirts <laughs> blood from his eyes when he gets threatened. <laughs> All right, dickweed. No one threatens our friends' families. Except for our friend. Except for our friend when he's angry. <laughs> Doran's going to turn and initiate attack. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone roll for initiative. Stupid fuck. I'm attacking. You better roll for initiative. <laughs> no, you. Oh, no, you first. no, you. No, you. Oh, what a shitty roll. Good thing I got oh, that out of the way. No. I think this might be the highest roll I've ever had for initiative somehow. Whoa. Really? Braggy, braggy. Well, normally, like, I feel like I'm just, like, permanently always, like, I rolled a four, like, every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jack, what'd you get? I rolled a natural 20 for a 22. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Doran. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, me? <laughs> he trips turning around. Oh, no. Red. Seven. Mari. Uh, 21. All right. Jack. Why don't we start off the combat with you? Yeah, Jack pulls out Dazan's wand uh, a little nervously and, and gives it a, a swish and a flick. And the mage armor that he, he normally has on all the time to protect himself finally looks like it comes into place. So he's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it? What the hell? Why didn't you blow him up? That's perfect fireball location, Jack! <laughs> Mari's too close. No, she's not... What? <laughs> And Mari sort of like whips around. <laughs> and Jack sort of squeezes through Red and Doran to get a little bit of space between him and the magma and the cultists towards uh, not a cliff face. Excellent. So we've got Elster, Jack, Doran, Red, all kind of gathered at the north end of this like platformy area. Uh, Mari, you're super close to the cultists. Boy, am I. Thanks, guys. It's your turn. What do you do? Huh. You put your pawn there. Don't blame I, us. I didn't think we all moved them. Bastards, we're all gonna 
be start. Here's my fighting. strategy. I'm gonna hang out with the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually on their that. side now. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. They seem cool. They got a dragon and everything. <laughs> um. So Mari watches Jack turn around, and she sees all these guys. She concentrates very hard. And thinks of the lake that she had been picturing before and the waters. And in her head, the waters start to pick up and churn and roil. And she slams her hand onto the ground. And I'm going to cast Maelstrom. Whoa, what the fuck is that? It's going to create a big 30-foot radius centered on a point that I can see within range. And it's a swirling mass of five foot deep water. Ooh, very cool. This is so chunky. You fucking kill everyone. <laughs> and uh, all those guys need to do a, <laughs> I'm going to kill everyone here. <laughs> I, I can't these... help but remember the time that you almost put water on a fire in the house. And Dorn was like, no, no, you'll steam us all like crabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah she's luckily, like, we're not. Indoors, yes. there's fire exits here. Yes. <laughs> there is yeah. a, on the other side of the bridge. I think is where the fire exit was. So that'll be fine. Fire and water exits. <laughs> there's enough space and in here, though. This for... is great because we have we have this issue now um, with the fire <laughs> and the water. Um, every all these guys need to do a strength saving throw for me. Nice. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming also the egg. Does the egg do a strength? Does it does it do a saving throw? It's petrified. It's, it's just, just a bunch into the of rock. Center. It doesn't have. An HP or an AC. All right, it's just so an object right now. That's going to get pulled 10 feet toward the center yes. of the circle. Oh. So, and then all those guys have to do a uh, strength saving throw for me. And if they fail it, they also get pulled 10 feet towards the center. Also, they are all going to be taking damage. We have three cultists. I'm going to call them cultists. They rolled a 15 collectively on their strength save. They all fail. Nice. And the cult leader ooh, rolled a 22 strength save. That saves. Finally, the dragon wormling also 15, so, so fails. So also fails. Nice. So everyone who failed that is moved 10 feet towards the center point because there's basically just a big, it's a big whirlpool Fuck. that's happening. So she sort of scoots behind Red. I'm just going to stand back there to stay out of the way. Hey, Mari. You, are you, what are you doing here? It's their turn. These three cultists get dragged into the center of this whirling water and through the heat of the steam and the pummeling bludgeoning of the rain, they take how much damage? 22 points of damage. Fuck, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and as they take this damage, Mari, their eyes start to glow white and they begin to shoot these bolts of energy at you in retribution for this attack. You need to make three dexterity saving throws, please. Oof. Oh. Yeah. The first one was a uh, an eight. <laughs> That's not good. Nope. Uh oh. Ooh. Okay. The second one was a twenty-three. Oh yeah, that'll do it. My last one was a twenty. So my first one was terrible, and my other two were okay. Great Way job, to go, Mari. Yeah. You to be dexterous and save that. <laughs> Mari, you take 12 cold damage. Uh, no. As Ooh. one of these bolts finds your flesh and starts to freeze you. Oh, Mari, is... make a concentration saving throw. 17. 
Yeah, you're good. Oh. Nice. Whew. Excellent. Whew. Save the toilet bowl. Um, so this is difficult terrain, correct? Yes. The whirling maelstrom. Yes, it is. One of the cultists bravely makes his way to the outside of the maelstrom uh, just by sheer force of will, it would appear. He then opens his mouth and roars at this terrifying draconic sound. Uh-oh. Yikes. Uh, creatures within a 20-foot cone, I believe... That'd be all of us. That's all of you. Red, Doran, Mari, Jack, and Alistair. You must all make... Rawr. A dexterity saving throw, please. Wonderful. Scared Glad me. to do it. Mari, what'd you get? 21. Success. Red, what'd you get? 24. Doran, what'd you get? 17. Success. Jack, uh-huh. what'd you get? 12. Uh, fail. Alistair rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, no, Alistair. <laughs> Poor guy. Everyone who failed takes 20 cold damage. Ooh. Oh. And you are frightened by this cultist for one minute. So being frightened, you were going to have to move away from this creature on your turn. Jack. And Elister, who's down to seven whole hit points. Oh, no. Poor guy. Ooh. We should have just taken him home. <laughs> uh, now we're like dry, dragging him along. Poor kid. From within the center of this maelstrom, the other two cultists uh, begin to take flight and... With a 60-foot movement speed, they're both able to get outside of the range of this maelstrom on their turns. Lord. One of them hoves into view towards you. The other moves to the northeast and is flying above the magma. Oh. It's the cult leader's turn. He's going to make a save against this maelstrom with a 20. That saves. Wonderful. Mm. That's very rude of him. I prefer if he was just getting pummeled by the water. It would be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I cast this yeah, spell for you. <laughs> be flushed. <laughs> I cast this spell. Please respond. <laughs> I cast this for you. <laughs> Left you unsaved. <laughs> uh, he's going to move outside of the maelstrom, and then he will use his action to direct one of his followers to take an action for him. Ooh, take an action for me. I can't be bothered. (laughs) Oh my God, my boss. He keeps asking me to do this stuff. (laughs) (gasps) Red, the cultist that is directly in front of you reaches out and tries to touch you. Make a constitution saving throw. Natural one. Oh. Oh, ha. Um, Red, Ooh, you huh. are affected by an elemental bane, which means you take an extra 2d6 damage against cold damage. And if you had resistance to cold damage, you, you've lost that as well. Which I don't. The first time each turn, the affected target takes damage of the chosen type. The target takes an extra 2d6 damage of that type. So it's only if I get hit with cold damage. That you take take extra 2d6. Perfect. So I just don't get hit again. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) How hard could that be? 
Yeah, that'll be fine. That's what I'm good at. What could a banana cost? <laughs> Ten dollars? <laughs> Ten gold pieces. What's a banana? <laughs> Are there bananas in D and D? Yeah, they call them. They call them yellowies. What? <laughs> like oranges, but yellowies. yellowies. <laughs> Very good. We'll call it a it's a it's a yellowy. Just a yelly for short. Mm, I love yellies. I'm gonna start calling them that. <laughs> <laughs> Just see what people say. I love yellowy, yellowy milkshakes. Red, it's your turn. When they were casting, did they speak? Were they using a verbal component to their casting? Yes, used verbal components. And what about the other? Well, the roar obviously was loud. The roar was an action. So, I mean, it you... made a sound. I don't think it needed a sound. Well, that doesn't even make sense. And fly definitely... I believe has verbal components also. Yes, it does. Cool. Are they holding weapons? It doesn't look like it. Red casts silence. Hmm. A 20-foot radius sphere centered directly more or less at my feet uh, is cast. And any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage and the creatures are deafened while inside it. Casting a spell that includes any verbal component is impossible. And this silence just engulfs everything. And then Red casts Nature's Veil as his body shimmers out of existence and becomes invisible. Welcome to the show, Nature's Veil. Hell yeah. And uh, Doran and Jack, you feel a furry little body squeeze between the two of you. What the? Red, you watch uh, as this cultist's eyes widen in panic, searching for you, and he opts not to swing. Red sneaks out invisibly and goes about 30 feet back into the darkness, ready to strike on his turn. Doran, it's your turn. Finally, what do you do? Doran unsheathes his axe and runs in, you know, screaming at the top of his lungs, which sounds a lot like this. In the veil of silence, (laughs) (laughs) and um, and attack. He's gonna attack this guy right in the middle and kind of make also a huge distraction for these guys to kind of focus on him. So hi but you don't hear anything. Yeah, it's like a super silent hi I love the sound effects now. I'm not going to worry about (laughs) it. Silence is the best for an audio podcast. You're going to see silence coming so much more often now. Yeah, (laughs) This sounds like it would be hard to put a sound effect. The giant crab's back? Well, guess what? It's silent now. (laughs) The silent giant crab is horrifying. 18 to hit. Mm -hmm. 18 does hit. Oh, good. Hey. Doing 13 points of damage to the guy in the middle here. And then that's going to be the same thing. I'm just going to attack again. Oh, critical hit. Hey, what happens next? Well, I'm going to roll double my... uh, (laughs) We're going to find out after these commercial breaks. (laughs) So that's... uh, I I just rolled really shitty, though. A one and a three. So four plus... So eight points of damage. Oof. That's not going to do it, Doran. I'm sorry. It's really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> your crit's worse yeah. than your previous one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what the? You feel Orc Splitter's handle vibrating with ecstasy in your hands, uh, but you don't hear her screaming because you're in, you're in red silence orb, unfortunately. 
Should I use my... Action surge. Should I use it now? Yeah. Does a 17 hit? It does. Oh, thank goodness. Another 13 points of damage to the same guy in the middle. Uh, Doran, you take him down. Oh, nice. Silently, he like screams, but you don't see any. You don't hear anything. So action surge, which means I take my my attack. I'm doing my attack, and I get two attacks. So I'm taking two attacks. Yes. Oh, my God. This dice might be going to jail. Another four. A four. A four. Does a 14. Will a 14 hit? You know what? Probably not. Um, Fuck it. I got four luckies here. I'm going to use it again. Yes. That's going to be a 25 to hit. Yes. Whoa. All right. 25 hits. Doing 11 points of damage now to this mofo on the right of me, which is not the cult leader, just another cultist. Just another cultist. It's still good. It's still good. Doran, you know, (laughs) off the cuff, is so, so smart. He says, Oh, God. shit. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And, and then he bursts laughs, out laughing. And it sounds like... Yeah. <laughs> but Orc Splitter, Orc Splitter's reply is just... It's so filthy. It's just... I can't believe Pissy. it. Uh-huh. It's going to cut off your what? All this veil of silence. Man, it's really ruining uh, our quips here. My job here is done. Um, the Silver Dragon Wormling's turn. So the Dragon Wormling is going to roll against the Maelstrom in which it is currently hanging out. And that is a 10. That does not save. Yes. Nice. All right. Get so your ass towards the center damage, here. 20 damage, I believe. 20, 22 damage. 22 damage. And is dragged off of its feet towards the lava, upon whence it takes to the air in flight. Yes. The dragon warmling has wings. And it uses them to its advantage now as it flies through the steam, clouds, and rain like a fucking homing missile. I find it very rude that all these guys can fly. <laughs> the dragon flies through this this clouds of steam, etc. And while flying, exhales a cone of cold breath at Mari, Jack, and Alistair. Make a constitution saving throw, everybody. Jack, what'd you get? 15. Yeah, you save, Mari. Also a 15. Okay. Hey, look at us go. Alistair fails. No! And as he is cut in half by the radius of the sphere of this silence you hear half of a muffled scream as he is entirely frozen to the spot he falls back on his heels against the stone cavern wall and shatters into pieces jesus oh my god whoa Once again, to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Atholagoth, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, 
DS, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley again, Harper the Marks, Indrid Hartley, Jekyll, JD, Joy Robinson, Jory, KR, KM, Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Wren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, S Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, Zephyrus, and Zach House. Woo! Hello, darkness, my old friend. We've come across a cultist den. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.